Hello, 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 and welcome back to kpcradio.com with our second segment of Creation Corner, a show all about the creation of the joys of the internet. I am your host, Simon Perez, and have a lovely show in store for you. Today, we are delving into the world of fandom culture, specifically on a social media platform called Twitter. Twitter is the home to many fandom subcultures, often called sub-Twitters or Stan Twitter, where enjoyers of all sorts of things, such as games and content creators, will congregate to talk about their interests. With me today is artist Tyler Norman, who uses sub-Twitters often to share his work. Hi, Tyler. Hello. Tyler, I'm curious to get your perspective on subcultures on this site and have some questions to ask. In your opinion, do you feel like your artwork or fan art in general gets seen more or less on Twitter than other social media platforms? Um, I definitely think it gets seen a lot more on Twitter, especially regarding that more newer art gets posted up at the top of different tags that you can actually label your art within. So I think it's a lot better than some other platforms like DeviantArt or Instagram since it mainly posts only the top liked rather than most recent art, which is really helpful for me. That makes sense. Um, Do you know what makes Twitter uh, less daunting than other platforms? Probably the main home feed because you need to be able to essentially find if you want to find specific things you'd have to search them up rather than look on your feed because there's a lot of really random it does it doesn't essentially point to where your interests really are it more tries to pinpoint different things that you could be interested in rather than pointing to the things that you are interested in Mm, that makes sense do you think it's easy to find like sub twitters are interests Um, definitely, definitely. It's a lot easier than other places, as I had mentioned earlier. Um, if we really dive more deep into Twitter, um, regarding the search bar, you can look up a specific word and it'll find like direct things that mention it, or you can look up a specific tag or you can search up for other people who are finding similar things that you want to find. And it's a lot easier to figure out where everything is. And it's a lot easier to find people who like the same thing, because essentially, if you look into a certain person's profile, uh, you can find their following, you can find, you can look in their tweets, and you can see who's all liked it, or who's all replied to it, and you can connect to people through there as well, a lot better than maybe places like Instagram, or maybe Discord sometimes, since Discord is really limited. But Twitter is definitely a thing up there that can help you connect with a lot more people. You mentioned um, like looking through people's like profiles and, and tweets and stuff. What issues do you think Twitter has with filtering and monitoring it, like its site? Definitely name-wise, people like to put different nicknames over their profiles, which Sometimes they like to add false deals or there's bots that'll that'll put certain words or certain tags into their tweets to get more attention when in reality it's it's not a real person. It's actually just somebody trying to farm uh, money or attention so that way they can either sell the account or try to give it to or just try to give it off to someone else and then that there's a bunch of people following some random bot that nobody really 
understands is a bot. This can happen with art. People will essentially repost it and put a ton of random tags or labels on said art and people will search for that, find it and think that that's the original artist and follow them rather than the actual person who posts art, which is really draining. And I think Twitter really needs to work on that. But there's a lot better things than just that gladly. Yeah, I think that has happened to me once where um, I'll go through my following on Twitter and see that I'm following somebody that I've never interacted with before and they're not following me back, but they just somehow have a bunch of followers. And it's very, it's very weird. It's a very weird thing that people are somehow able to do and find legal loopholes for. It really is a problem, but I think uh, Twitter may be working on this since the concern for it has arisen, especially in accounts that you have never interacted with before. You just, you find them in your following because there has been a small issue arising where Twitter will randomly unfollow you from people or just have you follow some random person or some random promoted account, which is probably a problem with programming, but it, it should it should get a lot better with more people uh, pointing to the issue. Mm, that makes sense. What, what advice would you give uh, people who want to join fandom subcultures on Twitter? Definitely watch what accounts you're following or watch the type of people you interact with because certain certain subcultures within Twitter are a lot, sometimes they can get really uh, gross or in other terms, rude and a lot of bullying can come out of certain things. Uh, especially when some subcultures have mostly minor followings or children said like adult maybe you follow that and you're really interested in it but people somehow find a way to call you names or they call you weird or it's it's difficult to find the place that you really need to be so a really big suggestion is uh searching in the search bar to find specific things to interact with or uh, look in the pinned tweet category, which uh, would technically, if you click on an account, you look at their tweets, uh, you can pin one tweet to the top of your account. And normally it's an introduction of the person or it's a boundary list that uh, certain subcultures cannot follow or certain subcultures should follow. Um, it's definitely important to look at those and look at the replies on some of their tweets, find people who you can actually connect with since some subcultures again, have really big issues with, uh, getting along with each other, which I wish weren't the case, but it is still the online world and still people need to be very careful with what they do with it. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of people have more power when they're behind a screen and um, they forget that these people behind accounts that are just, you know, trying to have fun, that they're real people and they're just 
you know, trying to interact with the fan base of, you know, what, whatever they're interested in. And, and they, Twitter just kind of forgets that, you know, these people are real, like they're, they have lives. Oh, definitely. Um, a really big issue regarding that sort of deal would definitely be the type of subcultures to where they are fans of creators or fans of maybe a certain media that is newer or media like games using a very shining example league of legends if you try to join that side of subculture or that side of the media there's a lot of really bad people or really odd people to where it's a little dangerous if you're somebody who's a lot younger maybe below the age of 16 it's really dangerous to essentially try to find friends there since a lot of people there are above the age of 18 or above the age of maybe 15 or 16. There's a lot of things you need to keep in mind. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of other problems like uh, watching what you say because one wrong word and some, some people will take it completely wrong or out of context and they will definitely um, try to put some call out and then you'll lose more followers, lose more people to interact with rather than gain. Since people do consider uh, the more followers you have or the more you try to make yourself look good, the more people will look at you rather than the other party, which I wish weren't the case, but sadly is and has always been the case. So being careful is definitely... Um, a really big deal you know going on twitter sounds sounds scary like it um all the things you mentioned are very very valid and um what would you say to somebody that like has been kind of put off by what you said like is scared i would definitely mention maybe words of assurance since Normally, it's really easy to find the good side first. It's just that the longer you're on Twitter, uh, the more you can't see the bad side. But this is where muted words or blocking accounts or muting accounts uh, comes in handy, which you can do by going to the corner of an account and going to the three dots and just it shows you can mute their tweets or you can just totally block the person and it provides a lot more safety and you can always just change like your username and or you could assure people that maybe if someone tries to call you a bad person for something you say you can always clarify and get the right side of the story because that despite there being um, a really big problem with more popular people uh, going against you uh, there will always be somebody on your side because not everyone uh, really agrees with the big account deal, which is very nice to see, especially when you can essentially, if you do art or you make uh, or you create different things or you write and you post your works, there's a lot more people who will interact and definitely agree that you're a good person. You're just trying to find the right words to say. It sounds scary at first, but the more you look into it or the more careful you are 
or the less you like stay on the bad parts, uh, it gets a lot better. You just have to be really careful. But that's only for if you're on there way too often or in other words, if you try to look a little too deep into the deal. That makes a lot of sense. Has it ever like happened where where the bigger account is like innocent in a, in a way and people aren't believing them? Oh yeah, definitely. See on Twitter, people some people, not everybody, but there's definitely a big group. People will like to say, "Oh, I always knew I had a bad feeling about that person," but they always just do that to try to seem like they're right because it's a very odd deal since some subcultures don't often do this, but if a larger account is called out or is told that they have said something not good when in reality they're actually okay, people will still side with said account, but probably won't be the most safe case. It'll definitely divide for a while, but it takes a little bit and then stuff can get back on track and said account can find a lot more people to interact with since there's always new people coming into uh said little subculture you just have to try to make contact with the person beforehand and make friends with them rather than let the other uh people calling said account bad uh just you have to get more communication in with people yeah, so it's all about camaraderie and communication. With that, you can find your place in Twitter. Is that basically what you're saying? Yes, exactly. Um, that's exactly what I'm saying. What uh, particular subcultures have you joined or participated in? Definitely Escape the Night, uh, which is a show that isn't running anymore, but people still somehow find a lot of interest in it. A really big one is Minecraft YouTubers, or MCYT, as people would like to call it. A little bit of some content creators, but not too big on that anymore, since that side was not my favorite place to be. Mm. So I like to go with the safer option, which is um, MCYT, or much more specifically, um, staying on the more artsy side and not saying too much just posting art that's totally valid could you like elaborate more on like what you do like in a subculture such as like minecraft youtube i definitely post a lot of art i like to engage with my audience by asking what they would like to see what drawings they would want to put up what things they would want to say i like to put out tweets that have to do with what like alternate problems that i could try to draw out um since people like to see their favorite characters in this whole ordeal in alternate situations and so uh when i'm asked to draw that i happily agree to do so and it gets me a lot more engagement it's definitely a lot more. There's a lot more that I can put into it since I engage with the audience more and I can put out different polls or votes. And that's pretty much the most I do since um, I don't like to put my personal life out there. Uh, I'm more so post art and I make a lot of friends through it. Uh, you mentioned uh, having an audience. Do you feel like it's easier to grow a following on Twitter versus um, any other social media platform? It really depends on what you do to grow that following. For me, I like to put 
out an intro. Oh, follow if you enjoy this certain media or this certain person. I used to use、um, Instagram, but I didn't get a huge following off of that. So I turned to Twitter, and I got a little bit more than what Instagram offered, since I could look up direct words and I could like find more people to interact with and more people to follow. Since it was mainly、uh, bigger accounts, normally on other platforms, it's a lot. Larger accounts who have more engagement, and then smaller, newer accounts don't get as much following. Whereas Twitter, you can look up a certain thing, and it shows the most recent, or deal with it. So if you searched up the word "hi," it would show a tweet, the most recent tweet, where a person says "hi." So you can engage with that tweet rather than find the top tweet from maybe a couple of months or a couple of years ago, like some platforms like to put. Some some platforms like to. Put the top posts like on the top, kind of like how Instagram doesn't show most recent unless you choose to see the most recent. I would say yes. If you if you don't have your most recent setting on,、uh, sometimes you can only see the top. But normally it does post.、Um, if you, if it only shows top posts, you can scroll down just a little bit and it'll show the more recent ones. Since there is a little bit of a filter having to do with that. If you can, if it has a better filter than what it used to have, where it will show,、uh, even if it shows top, top things, you can scroll down、um, and find more recent. But seeing the more recent things is definitely a, more, a lot more helpful than the top things. All right, I have one more question for you. It's kind of a big one. What's the best part about fandom subculture on Twitter, in your opinion? It's definitely the artsy side. Since on Twitter, there's a lot more pretty art. There's a lot more、um, engagement put out there. You can actually reply to an artist, and they will see your reply and reply back. And you can always get more engagement with other people. You can find. Or things to look for. You can find other stuff you're interested in, and you don't have to search up maybe like a hashtag. You can always search up a certain word, and you can find like different things that are indirectly mentioned, and you can engage in those. So, putting an example out there, I really enjoy a person who puts out content,、uh, or a certain person who puts out content. So I can always search up his full name that he goes by, and. I can find people who are interested in the same thing, or I can find his username, and then I can find mentions of that, and I can engage in those tweets, and I can always grow with a lot more friends from that. But another part about it is, I definitely like the fact that I can find、um, more followers through someone's following, especially since on certain platforms,、uh, it's really difficult to find. An exact account that I really want to follow or interact with. Since I won't directly put out the platform in someone's following, you can find the top more、uh, things that they follow, which aren't of your interest. But with、um, Twitter, you can actually just—it depends on what you are following. So if somebody is following like a certain account. And Twitter notices that you have a similar follow to set account, or like that other account, like、uh, the setup of it looks like the stuff that you would be interested in. 
you can follow the profile or the username and you can actually engage in wherever that would be or whatever that would be. It's almost like a, like a chain where you, um, you find somebody that you can follow through this person and then through that new person you find somebody else and that sort of thing Mm -hmm. it's a lot easier to find somebody who has the same interest as you through someone's following on there which is a lot more helpful because twitter tracks your um recommendations or they 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 suggest you accounts um is something i definitely forgot to mention that's also something i really like it suggests different accounts for you to follow and engage with since it will track your following sometimes it gives you different accounts that have like similar like art in the profile pictures you'll follow somebody who posts art and then you'll find somebody with said art in their profile picture and uh you can engage with that person through that suggested following category which is normally underneath your profile that is so great um that is unfortunately all the time we have today but tyler thank you so much for joining me here on the show to share your take as an artist uh, with me today to all of my listeners we hope you enjoyed the show and hope you will return for the next episode of creation corner happy creating and i'll see you next time bye